0: they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go. Hello, thanks for tuning in in today. My name's Kevin, Reach the Moon podcast. I'm sitting here with Zach from City Truck Wash. That's right, yeah. Um, Zach, how are you doing today? I'm good. How's it going, Kevin? Good. Um, So City Truck Wash is a how many feet bay? How big is your truck wash? I think it's 125 feet. You can fit almost every trailer in there. It will take a full-size 10-axle, a 106-foot-long trailer and managed to actually close the doors in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, but it, you can even turn around in the parking lot. <laughs> Sometimes, when, when it's nice outside, yeah. So they are a truck wash for semi-trucks. They don't do a lot of personal vehicles. You can bring your personal vehicle in there. They are located on the north side of Edmonton. Uh, how long have you guys been here?
1: So my father has been here for 17 years. Before that, it was owned by someone else, but we've been here about 17
0: Seventeen years. And I also know that you guys are in another city called Hinton, Alberta. Yeah. About four and a half hours from Edmonton. About three hours. Three hours. Yeah. That's the way Zach drives. Yeah. (laughs) Two and a half (laughs) if I drive. So uh, they have the service where their guys wash uh, your vehicle and also you can wash your own vehicle. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's an option when you come in. Every time I've been in there, they're a service that I use from time to time, and they have impeccable service. But going into it 17 years ago, when your dad started, did he ever think that 17 years later he would still be in business?
1: I'm not sure, to be honest. I think uh, my father has enjoyed business. He used to work for the city of Edmonton and uh, the wastewater treatment plant, and business is something that he'd done in the past. His family had done in the past and it's something that he wanted to do i don't know if he necessarily felt he would be here particular in
0: particular but in business yeah he's just a business owner at heart yeah definitely um how many days a week are you in the shop it
1: varies It, it really varies so um if there if i have a commitment on a saturday so i'm helping out with habitat for humanity this saturday so i won't be here generally it's six days it can be up to seven
0: Okay, no, that's good. And, and that's the thing is you guys run incredible hours that I think they're 6 o'clock in the morning till 9 or 8.30 at night?
1: Se- 7.30 to 9.
0: 7.30 to 9. And what's your biggest struggle you find with the actual operations of the company?
1: That's a good question. So I think our, uh, so my biggest asset is people. Like we've we've been extremely lucky. We have great great people who've been working here for six years, longer than I have, to to be honest. And when you you have the problem is always finding the correct people for the job, and and uh, making sure they feel valued and making sure that they're comfortable. So and I they're also the the face, they're the service, they're everything. So that's uh, that's that's difficult sometimes.
0: And it is a very hard job. Sometimes it takes three or four hours to clean some of the uh, trucks and trailers that come in. They're just caked with mud and ice. Um, with your service, do you ever use cold water or do you just strictly use hot year-round? Hot
1: water all year-round, yeah. We, like Someone will complain if we use cold water. And it's happened if some if a furnace goes down or the water flows too much. So uh, it's,
0: it's seven days a week, always hot water you also have good water pressure does the hot water ever actually cause problems with your pumps the hot water yeah
1: if you if it's too hot it'll melt it'll melt some some things um some seals some
0: so there's a fine balance with having all the big semi trucks come in what type of company is your dirtiest customer
1: so any there, so there were used to be a lot of trucks that came from from Fort McMurray that would take upwards of twelve hours, two to three people on a truck, and those it's honestly not worth it to do a lot of those things, but because um, 'cause you're there people like the people doing the work aren't very happy. it's very very difficult work, and uh at the end of the day, everyone feels like they're charged too much, even though you're you're doing the work, and so they're like I don't like that feeling of negotiation at the end of a of a contract but there are customers that are better to work with another just like just like any any industry
0: no that's understandable do you have a lot of waste that you have to deal with Uh, is and do you at all recycle any of the water but we've talked in the past because i do know you about all your actual waste mud uh and debris that you deal with
1: they're like depending on the truck there is a fair amount of waste we don't currently at this facility recycle water i know that other facilities do and other facilities uh, have some issues with that so there's some technological uh, barriers that need to be overcome to do that properly um i think like we do have there is a waste just like any other business there is waste that you have to deal with and you have to deal with it in a correct manner so um a little while ago the like a city a city Official came in, he was testing our water, and make, ma- I wanted to make sure that that uh, the water was, was being done, treated properly. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. So newer facilities have two-stage um, two processing. This is an older facility built in 1988, so it didn't have two stages. It had one stage, and so a lot of particulates would go into the water. And as soon as you have particulates, the city has to clean it up, and it gets quite expensive. So we put in a second tank to ma- effectively makes it a two-stage two facility. So that's something that we did working with the city to improve our, our impact on the environment, which is something that's honestly important.
0: The water that leaves the building, do you yourselves monitor it in-house as well, or do you just wait for your yearly inspection?
1: we don't monitor it and it it's not a yearly inspection but it is sporadic and it's nothing we're notified about we're notified about the results if if the city says there's something wrong they'll tell you they'll tell you pretty quick and they'll they'll let you know um it's something that we don't monitor we trust that our systems are working correctly we don't like water testing can be quite expensive I and mean, we just don't have the funds for that
0: okay um how's view introduced any systems or procedures in the way of washing a trailer or washing your bays or maintaining anything that you have found is working better than what you did previous
1: yeah yeah so when I came about three years ago uh, I found that not a lot was standard and that was a big problem because people were washing at different levels people were not doing a good job other people were doing a very good job and so i what i did was i stood there and i watched someone who was known to to do do a very good job i watched him wash a truck and i wrote down what he did and i made a pamphlet and i told everyone this is the process we're going to be doing from now on so that was for washing trucks everything has been standardized prices have been standardized they weren't before uh, the methods of doing the methods of washing other things procedures i I wrote down procedures for for opening and closing so that anyone can do it like every it's it's a good idea so that everyone knows and you're not missing anything.
0: No, that's really good. Um, I've dealt with your staff at closing and early in the morning, and it's funny because they're all ready to roll and I tell you that is one hard job of washing a truck and trailer. You're You're hot, it's humid, you're dealing with hot water, so you've got the humidity bouncing off of you, but at the same time it might be thirty minus thirty outside with the fluctuating weather in Edmonton, do you guys ever run into problems like that?
1: tons of problems our doors break down or our drivers will hit doors that's that happens all the time it's, uh, like there are there are issues but it's it's nature and it's uh it's the nature of dealing with truck washing. It's something that you, it's kind of inherent in the job.
0: I thought uh, semi truck drivers were perfect. We would never hit a door.
1: <laughs> You'd think so. <laughs> one t- like one time, this guy was parking overnight, and he hit a stair. He hit a staircase, and like you know, the console where you turn on the button, turn off the button, where like all the, all like the wash equipment is located. Yes. He hit that and a staircase. And he didn't tell anyone, and what happened was, like, three days later, I noticed the staircase was all bent and mangled. And then I looked in the camera, and it was at 2 a.m. This guy hit this thing, didn't tell anyone, just drove off. But I, I w- was lucky enough that I got it on camera, and I, I, I'm, I was able to get re- uh, compensated for that.
0: On of all the customers that you have, you don't have to say the name, but how many trucks are in their biggest fleet?
1: That I don't know, to be honest. Um,
0: no, that's uh, that's a fair answer. Would you say ten plus or fifty plus?
1: So there is, there is, there are. Um, if you have, if you have a huge fleet, like fifty plus, generally you have your own wash bay. Sometimes those customers do come to us because they don't want to wash themselves, or, or for whatever reason. Um, the, like the fleet, the fleet. Like if it's about ten, then I, I we all see those customers. Honestly, when I'm interacting with someone, it's not so much about business. It's I like to talk to, to the person. I like to talk to you, Kevin, and how your day was. And I, I couldn't care less about the size of your company. Well, I do care, but it's not something
0: that's my real focus. I can vouch for that. He's even gave me advice on buying a cabin. <laughs> 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 no, th- and that's fair. Um, have you ever had problems where the economy has shown the real true colors of a customer where they've possibly skipped their bill or all of a sudden they started parking trucks up against the fence because they're taking the plates off the trucks and the economy affects you as well? It hap- You know what, it's really
1: sad actually because it, happen- it It it's happened on numerous occasions. Someone, a customer you've known for 10 years plus who's always paid by credit card, all of a sudden when the economy goes bad wanted to open up uh, an account and um, that's someone you've known for a long time. It's difficult to say no, even though if you have a policy that you don't want to open up new accounts, uh, like at least three companies that happened to, and they didn't pay their bill. I still, I still am calling them consistently. Like w- the economy affects everyone, and it, it's really hard. We're just a small mom and pop operation, or not We're a large corporation. We can't. Sometimes it's very difficult to eat those those costs, and so like I'm, I'm still calling them.
0: Have you ever had a – not an emergency, but a time where Hinton called you and then while you were driving towards Hinton, now Edmonton called you and back and forth where it just made you want to rip your hair out of your head? There are big problems or there are small problems that seem big, but where you're left standing beside yourself.
1: I will tell you all the time. One one time time I was in Toronto – uh, visiting my sister and I got a call I got a call from the wash about a customer who didn't want to pay his bill and then I got a call from the loop shop literally 10 feet away another customer was having an issue another customer was having issue with, with the payment Or and then I was like uh, if I'm driving to Hinton I'll get a call about so- like I'll leave and I'll pack my truck full of items and then they'll they'll tell me Oh, can by the way, can you get this? And I'll I'll be like I'm half an hour away. You're gonna have to wait. Sorry, or I'll get a call about Edmonton. Something something happened in Edmonton. Like you get those calls. Is it what it like? I found what it. You you do what you can if you're if you're five thousand kilometers away. There's not much you can do, but you uh, you have staff and you have you have a phone. And you you try to
0: manage. Uh, no, that's understandable. Um, thinking a question that i always ask is how can bison moon group help you reach the moon
1: how can you help us reach the moon
0: well i um
1: well i i like what i what i always appreciate is is feedback ways we can improve like i'm coming up with a survey i wanted to give to to drivers that come in and um how we can improve how you said that you didn't know about us, and I'm re- I really want to change that within the city. And not only that, but differentiate ourselves. So, like, you can go to a washing place in the city, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I want to make sure that ours is different and differentiated in a specific way. So that's something I'm working on on doing, and I, um, I appreciate you, Kevin, talking to me and uh, giving me feedback and telling me how I'm doing.
0: No, that that's completely fair. Um, we are actually sitting in the wash lube, or sorry, not the wash lube, but the lube side of the building. How many years ago did you guys start doing the lube? Because this building is almost brand new.
1: Yeah, it was just when the recession hit. It had finished. <laughs> it was a terrible timing. I was actually on CTV talking about this because I went to like a, I went to go see the finance minister. And uh, tried to ask him about like uh like w- what programs he were do he was implementing to to kind of yeah. stop the the recession that hit us really hard, so it was the building was complete about two years ago, and um think- thankfully we've we picked up uh a lot substantially since then, but at first it was very difficult
0: gotcha, do you ever have problems with suppliers um with the w- with the uh, loop side of things, you have to be in a constant supply of oil, even waste products, even for the uh, wash side where you're always buying soap. Is there a supplier that you always use?
1: So there is a supplier we always use. One things that one thing I I keenly focused on is costs. So I'm happy, like the oil side. It's really we've had really great suppliers. Really, really great. Uh, Chris Page has been was wonderful to us, Red Owl has been great, Like uh, Blue Water has been really great. W- not only uh, working with us but being very, working with us on pricing, even Wakefield has been good to be honest, um, but working with us on pricing as well as working with us on service. So if I need something extra quick, like Chris Page stayed open on a weekend one time to give me oil. It was great. Or grease. I called him personally. And then, um, if we need something, I can go pick it up. Like it's, we've been really lucky like that. Um, and that's important when you're, when you, when someone drops their oil, you need filters, you need oil, you need all that stuff real quick. Otherwise they can't move. And, and so we, we, it's something that you look for. If we're going to give 150%, I want someone that can back me up.
0: And that's awesome. Do you share your building with anybody?
1: So there's another business that, that is here as well. They do uh, some auto repairs, some tires, some detailing.
0: Do you ever have a chance to work with them as well?
1: We, we're we generally pretty separate. Um, we do service some of the simul- sim- same customers, but um, we generally, like, they have different industry, and we have a di- different industry.
0: Is there anybody out there that you would want to work with? Somebody that might not know about you now, or could provide you uh, their service
1: there's a couple people that um, so I forget the names of some but like I'm I'm always look for you mean on the customer side or distribution
0: either way yeah either way
1: yeah uh, I'm like I went to like a car auto show maybe about a, a month ago and it was really interesting to see some innovation in the industry so I will work with anyone and everyone like I'm working with exact right now to try to develop um, they're developing a POS system, so I want to work with them to make sure that it fits us our needs. Okay. And um, so, uh, and there was like there was a guy who had an air powered door. I thought that was really cool. So instead of uh, a chain or anything, electricity it would just be air powered. That would shoot up a door, shoot down a door. You think that would stop the truck drivers from driving into it? Oh god, no, no. They still <laughs> hit. They still hit everything, but um, they it wouldn't work for us specifically because it is our doors are too large. But um, innovation is is extremely extremely important to me, almost as important as cost cutting. And so you. You you do something like foamers for example, before we were really slow and we implemented like the foamer system, the first in Edmonton and we were we became a lot more popular because it's something new, something different that you could try on
0: your truck and it works really well. You guys actually have a very good foam. It works better than some of the other places that I've been to. Have you ever been blindsided with something? Either one day you show up to work and there's no employees or you get a a letter in the mail and it's your gas prices have jumped up four or five times the cost that they were yesterday. Yeah, y- honestly that
1: happens on a weekly basis. So like uh like today an employee thought he was off, but it turns out he was scheduled. Like stuff like that happens. Or Alberta's th- Alberta has a vi- uh deregulated energy market. The only one in the in the world. so um other ones are h- more regulated, but uh so like power went up like 400% one month and there's not because they decided to shut down a a uh, power plant like stuff like that happens you just the thing is you have to take it in stride and you can't you can't let it destroy or i got a call from a city official like that uh we're testing your water and you need to do this and you need to do that it's something that you're not aware of but you have to you have to deal with but wi- when it comes to that kind of stuff there's always opportunity there's always there's always like w- with chaos there's a little bit of opportunity so you can always you find something interesting or you find a solution. I'll give you an example, a decent one. I got a call on Friday that um, this guy has kegs of grease, like at a good price. The same grease we use, no different product, but drums. So we use kegs, which is about 60 kilograms. And these drums are 180 kilograms. So massive, massive, massive grease, drums. And it's difficult to move them. That's why we hadn't used them in the past so we use kegs which are a lot lighter and he said I'll give it to you at a good price I s- and but the only the only issue is you have to transfer them into kegs so you take something that's 3 times bigger and put it into something a lot smaller that's a little, that's really easy when it's a liquid like that's extremely easy or it's easy when it's sand but it's not easy when you're dealing with grease because there all of a sudden there's air pockets you can ruin your equipment so what, it becomes an engineering challenge all of a sudden figure out a way to stomp this thing down effectively that you can still use it and you won't lose whatever the cost of the the drums were.
0: That's actually a good like single example. I appreciate that, that really it only would affect you. That's a perfect prime example of what I'm talking about of things that we go through every day that nobody knows about. Oh, yeah. It's not just about coming in here, dropping your oil and moving on. It's, having the same product available at a cost where you can actually maybe get ahead that one inch. And sometimes even if you get ahead just that little bit every day, that's when you actually get a win.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, like here's one that was like, was driving me crazy for literally a year. Okay. So whenever you have a wash bay, so the one in Hinton, the tank wasn't large enough and we put a one inch and so pumps would run out of water. You can have cavitating. It'll destroy it. A two thousand dollar pump, so we p- it was a three quarter inch pipe, and we changed it to an inch pipe. Hopefully, that flow would be increased, and 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 um, and pumps would no no longer cavitate. But it still wasn't enough because of the um, the mechanism to open and shut the the hose, like the uh, this the sink, the inlet. It wasn't working properly. It wasn't feeding the pumps fast enough or it wasn't coming, it was like staying on too long. So it would flood the area. And For a year I dealt with this waste of water. It was just annoying to go to the pump room and see like there would be a constant leaking of water. So I I went to like three different companies to find a different valve that would open and close properly. Could not do it. And then it happened like a worker was looking this up for fun and he found something that's actually used for cattle. It's a lot shorter, and it's, it, uh, it's a totally different product. And no one sells it in Edmonton. I had to get it from – it's actually from New Zealand. But it works fantastic. And now I go to the pump room, there's no longer leaks. And and it's something that – it was a unique, unique valve that we're, we we use right now.
0: Okay. No, that's – and that's exactly the idea is sometimes other industries can overlap and have a great system or product, but you and your industry have never heard of it definitely definitely um really cool Was well, there anything else you want to touch on no i i um i think that's do you have any more questions for me? I actually have a few last questions here is besides giving somebody back a clean vehicle clean trailer is there another task goal that you actually achieve for them that people typically don't think of yeah um so i'm getting something made up right now
1: that's kind of like uh like a values board stuff that we value that if you work here this is kind of what we represent and what the number one thing that that's on there for me is is all employees have to take ownership cuz i'm not there all the time i can't see every vehicle i can't meet with every customer so if you're washing a truck you have to act like an owner of the business meaning you treat people with respect you make sure they're satisfied and you make them go away with a smile if not if not uh even better that's, that personally is really important to me. Right now I'm working with ways we can differentiate ourselves. So like I wrote down something in the wash, like you can 15 bucks and we'll vacuum the inside for you after you're done your wash. No one has really taken it up, but it's it's a, it's another way we, wanna, we wanted to put that extra service in, try to make a different, make something that's a little bit different,
0: and hopefully you'll want to come back. Something else that... When you wash your vehicle, when you wash your truck and your trailer, you go through a D.O.T. scale. Um, you know, what I mean, there's one about an hour south of your building and there's another one east uh, about an hour. When you go through and your truck's clean, your load is clean and your trailers are clean, D.O.T. doesn't look at you quite the same. If you're keeping up with having the outside of your vehicle clean, you're probably keeping up with everything else under the hood. All your brakes are in check and everything's fine. So I think another service that you guys provide, without being aware of it, is kind of um, ease and calm on on a trucker's mind when he leaves here. The trucks are shiny, shiny, and people notice that when you're driving down the road. It's a good way to show off your own company.
1: Yeah. No, I totally agree. It's, something, it's honestly something I was going to put a banner of, like truck wash equals peace of mind or comes a city truck wash we'll give you peace of mind not only with the OT but you represent your company better you like you everyone when you spend 200 g's on a on a truck like you want to take care of it make sure it's pristine that's something I have thought a lot about because when you like a truck wash is it it's a simple thing so is a coffee you get like you get water with with some coffee oil in it and, it and it tastes good. People like it. But what else are they giving you? I want it to be to represent that that feeling of like satisfied, like a satisfied feeling,
0: like a carefree feeling. All those things are, are important. A uh, question because you had mentioned the cost of a truck and they are expensive units. What's the highest you've ever seen a bill leave the truck wash? Oh, <laughs> that's a good
1: question. I've seen... So, like, on one truck, just one truck?
0: One truck and, let's say, one truck, one trailer. People yeah.
1: always think of trailers. So, like, I've seen bills over, like, 1200 for one. Like, your companies will have 10 trucks and they'll be, like, cost whatever. But if we're spending 10 hours on a truck, uh, two people, three people washing that much
0: dirt... I bills can get quite high and it it shows when the trailer leaves here and it came in with mud caked inside the wheel wells and it leaves here sometimes even 200 pounds 500 pounds lighter because all the snow and mud is off of it it actually the amount of snow can throw your weights off yeah per axle and uh, you guys do help keep that down can you take loaded trucks and trailers in here
1: yeah most definitely yeah we do consistently in the loop shop and in the wash like we'll have I've had grain trailers in here I've had super bees with wood lumber you name it
0: what do you think your ba- best let me say that again <laughs> what do you think your best asset is in a neighboring business so one thing so I go I do a lot of professional development
1: a lot a lot of professional development and I'm always trying to figure out how we can be different. How we provide our service in a in a way that makes makes you want to come back. Even if you haven't heard of us, maybe someone tells you try us out, and you want to keep coming back. And the biggest thing for me is is our is our staff. So you like there. I used to get a lot of calls at like nine p.m. seven p.m. You just get home. You're exhausted. You take one bite to eat and you get a call like this, this happened or that, that happened. And I've like, I've told my staff that like, you know what? You guys are in charge. If it's important, I'll come down and that's no issue, but make sure that you can take care of things and everyone is happy and, and there's no complaints and stuff like that. So um, the biggest asset we have that is, is like when it, when it comes to truck wash, you see a lot of the same people over and over. I know a lot of them by face I know a lot less by name which I which is probably a bad thing I'm bad with names but I'm good with faces and you see them over and over you want to make sure that relationship's good you want to make sure that if if there first of all there shouldn't be any complaints if there are occasionally if someone's new someone make mistake then you correct it and you leave them people smiling but you have to have It's important you have good staff that is able to represent you and and take care of things when you're not there because you're not you can't do everything yourself.
0: No, that's exactly it. Uh, Do you mind saying your website or store location for both cities? Sure.
1: Yeah, in Edmonton, we're located at one one nine five nine one sixty seven Street. That's here in the north side of uh, Edmonton. And in Hinton, it's 102 Joblin Street
0: in uh, Hinton, Alberta, just in the valley that you guys are really in good proximity to the flying j and a denny's and there's also a chevron across the street and also right kitty corner to a ufa card lock yeah so if you're a truck driver it's so handy to get a quick wash fuel up and then park in your yard and let it dry over the weekend and i do want to say thank you i've had my truck in here a number of times Uh, you guys are a great service And I appreciate you sitting down with me today. Yeah, no problem, Kevin. Good stuff, thank you.